Hello, America. I'm Robert Reese, and welcome to CEO Show. We're here today with Dr. Sanjay Rishi. How are you? Very good, Robert. Nice to be with you. And Sanjay is the CEO of JLL Work Dynamics Americas. Now, JLL is a Fortune 500 company. I think about 19 billion, 100,000 people. Talk about what the organization is to you. So we're in the business of uh, real estate, but increasingly, Robert, you know, the world that we influence over the pandemic and especially in the shadows of the pandemic has really evolved from just real estate. But it's about experience, experience of individuals. It's about workplace. It's about future of work. And we'll have this conversation as we go through. We're really trying to influence and do our part in uh, technology and sustainability and how the workplace, everything people are talking about, hybrid, flexibility. So that's what uh, we're in the business of influencing and affecting change for our clients, for organizations, both public, private, across the globe. And it's really complete end-to-end real estate. But now, in light of the pandemic, really everything has changed. So how has your thinking about the workplace, which is what you're an expert in, changed since 2019? Yeah, very much. Like you said, we do influence the full value chain of uh, workplaces, and that can mean offices, it can mean data centers, it can mean uh, warehouses and manufacturing facilities and labs for life sciences, and the list goes on and on. Where we are today, again, in the shadows of the pandemic, what's happened is there has been a seismic shift in how workplaces were perceived. The call to action is, is clear and present. Organizations, CEOs, you know, there's a sense of urgency around this. We all need to act around it. And it really goes down to the heart of how talent has become so much more portable, Robert, than it was. So the sense of belonging, this idea of brand affinity, of culture, these are all compelling conversations. And workplaces play a fundamental, a pivotal role for organizations to attract people, to retain people, and then drive innovation and culture and creativity in the organizations. So you're really in um, uh, like a unique position because at JLL, of course, you're advising on every element of real estate, on culture, on layout, on everything. But also you have an organization that's known for having a tremendous culture. What the CEOs need to know about creating a tremendous culture, and I say that because I know you're a real people person at heart, as you've told me in the past. Yeah, I think culture is really important. And, and, and Robert, you will, I think, agree with me. It's very fleeting. You see it uh, and you know it's there, but it can be quickly lost in organizations. And the call for CEOs and leaders, really the C-suites of organizations of all sizes across the globe, now is to preserve the culture they have, build on it, and then create a brand the way we are influencing it, all the way in the value chain from acquisition of real estate to bringing in capital to enable the acquisition to managing the workplaces is, I think about it in three ways, is how the workplaces are evolving. And we created this framework and actually put it in, in, in our book around the responsible workplace, I'll start with that, and then I'll uh, spend a bit of time talking around the p- 
personalized workplace and the experiential workplace. But you're right, I am a people person. I'll start with responsibility. In fact, early on in the pandemic, to tell you a little story here, Robert, uh, even before that, we as an organization were starting to sense what was happening in the talent pool. And that individuals, and this, this cuts across the globe and across industries, people want a purposeful workplace, some place they can relate their own values to organization, uh, organizational values. One of the things I think we read about this a lot, and that this is clear, there is a clear shift in the balance of power from organizations to organizations and individuals. The voice of individuals today is much louder. So early on in the pandemic, just on the, the verge of the pandemic emerging, we started to debate in a very con constructive, very purposeful way, what is the purpose of our organization? And I think a lot of organizations debate this. There are things like mission statements and vision statements that sit on a desk or are on a wall and people can't relate to it. And the one we crafted very deliberately was about shaping the future of real estate for a better world. I say that because these terms, better world, are now manifesting itself into our culture. And I might suggest they influence all organizations because that can be very personal. A better world can be about diversity, about equity, about inclusion. It can be about sustainability. It can be about resilience. It can be about talent. So that's around responsible workplaces. Health, wellness have never been more pronounced. And again, a compelling reason and a really sense of urgency for CEOs to act around creating and communicating their workplaces and what they're all about in terms of responsible. I'll touch on the other two very briefly, Robert, and then we can unpeel the layers on the other two. But we hear a lot about hybrid, about flexible workplaces. And that's all, ab all about personalizing that workplace. By the way, workplace is no longer, as I'm sure uh, you would agree with me, bounded by the four walls of what used to be an office. You don't go to work anymore. You get work done, whether it's in a cafeteria, in a lounge, at an airport, at home, or at work. So the boundaries have really come down off workplace. So again, creating... This, uh, this space that is personalized both for individuals and work groups is essential. And all of this requires very deliberate strategies, structures, investments. And finally, experiential. I mean, if you think about our work in the work or our life in the workplace, compare it to our lives at home and when we are on vacation or travel, it is so much more enabled with smartphones and technologies than it is in the workplace. So experience is paramount. So let me just pause there and we can unpeel as we go along. Uh, I think what you gave just there is a fascinating, fascinating dissertation. And truly it is because you co-authored this book, The Workplace You Need Now. And actually a lot of those concepts were in this terrific book. They were, they were. And this is something that is very practical. Um, I uh, honestly cringe a little bit on the dissertation uh, uh, point because I worry that people think this is academic and this is something that is optional. And I dare to say these things are not optional anymore. Talent is portable. I mean, we can see what's happening on the cost of talent and how organizations have a challenge maintaining a brand and a culture. 
And this is very practical. And I keep going back to the sense of urgency. And if I could leave your listeners with something that I'm passionate about, and I say this every conversation I have with C-suites and boardrooms, is this is not an option anymore. We must act together uh, because competitiveness and transformation and innovation, all of that depends on us really doing something about it. There's one minute before we take a commercial break. If you could give one real concept, one sentence on what a CEO can do today to build a better workplace, what is that one piece of advice? Listen, listen, listen. Empathetic listening has never been more important. And it plays into the humanization of the workplace way more than it was before. Now, you have a concept called workplace strategic mapping, you know, and I know with um, the book you co-authored, The Workplace You Need Now, just give a little bit more advice to CEOs. You you told them be empathetic, empathetic listening. And frankly, every CEO, every day I'm speaking with the Fortune 500 CEOs, everyone is now moving in that direction. Some are acting better than others. But Let's go into more, a, a final piece you have about two minutes left of advice to CEOs of what they can do. Here's what is resonating when I speak to CEOs and C-suites very well, Robert. I'll start there. They are starting to think, leading organizations are starting to think about this purposeful workplace. How do you bring people back to work? It's not a question of weather anymore. It is about how do you bring them back? How do you create a workplace and invest capital into a workplace that communicates to them, to to people coming back, that it is healthy? Health and wellness, mental wellness included, by the way. Physical wellness, mental wellness, clean air, clean water. All of this is extremely important for people to come back. But really creating systems and strategies so people do feel when they come back to work that that eyeball-to-eyeball interaction the idea of the, the old water cooler conversation and feeding off of each other is instrumented. You can't have just people come back because they must come back and sit in their offices or in their cubes and be on Zoom calls because the next day they're not going to show up. It's about structuring work groups so they come back. And these require real strategies and real thought behind it. And that would be what I would leave with your listeners. We're about to take a commercial break now, and when we come back, we're going to talk about sustainability and climate change, and even more in depth, how that ties into the future of the workplace that you need now. Back in a few. Hi, this is Robert Reese on The CEO Show, where we interview the CEOs who have reinvented the fabric of America. We're here today back with Dr. Sanjay Rishi, and Dr. Sanjay Rishi is the CEO of JLL Work Dynamics Americas. So let's talk about the concept of sustainability. Not that many people know. I actually majored in environmental sciences back in the 1980s in college before anyone knew who it was. So I'm, I'm saying now, wow, it's, it's finally coming center stage, unfortunately, for the wrong reasons, but here we are. How does this tie into what every CEO is thinking about, their culture, their workforce, which, you know, you really have, have built an expertise and on giving advice. How does sustainability 
tie into that workplace. So Robert, let me build off of what we talked about earlier around the purpose statement where we as an organization created and we put in the words better world very deliberately. And it's as much organizational as it is personal because every individual interprets better world for themselves. And I mentioned the kinds of things that people are interpreting and we interpret around diversity, inclusion, resilience. Let's talk about sustainability. We feel a real sense of responsibility, a real sense of responsibility as an organization that influences real estate and workplaces when it comes to this idea of sustainability. Let me give you a few statistics. 40%, 40% of greenhouse gas emissions come from built environments. So if you think about it, our opportunity to make an influence working with our clients and organizations across the, across the globe is tremendous. So we feel a real sense of responsibility. I'll give you a couple of statistics that brings this and makes it very real. And we work with investors, big investors that invest in the domain of real estate across all types of assets, offices and warehouses, manufacturing, all the things we talked about before. And 80% of those investors are leading investors. Big organizations are telling us that in their due diligence, they are bringing in this very uh, deliberately and asking questions around sustainability. Uh, 73% of those investors are telling us, it's a massive percentage if you think about it, that occupancy in green buildings is so much better than those that are not. That valuations of those buildings are higher than buildings that are not sustainable, not green. So all of this is really playing into an em employee value proposition that we are creating, but organizations must create around sustainability. Uh, I'll go as far as saying, if we think about our organization, because we do feel a sense of responsibility, disproportionate to the industry, and I might even say across industries, we are investing in building these capabilities around smart buildings, around sensors, around preventive maintenance, around clean air and clean water and recycling, all of which are spaces that we touch, we influence, and we affect. So this is very, very personal to all of us as an organization within JLL, but more so in our ecosystem of partners and clients and customers and our supply chain. We're trying to affect this change and play our part and this, this creation of a responsible, better world. Uh, you know, it, it's tremendous what you're doing. You're really linking people and purpose to build this, this better world. Um, I, I, I want to ask you in terms of people yourself, at JLL, 15 years consecutive, uh, most ethical company, scored 100% on corporate equality index. I'm not sure if that's the right word or not. But tell some of the things that JLL is doing as an organization, not just now. The beautiful thing is you're expanding this, the whole world, because of your position. But you have core fundamentals that seem to be really working with your 100,000 people. We do, Robert, and we are really proud of our heritage. But we're the first to admit that the task of equality, equality in the workplace, of inclusion, of diversity, and this idea of responsibility is an extremely tall hill. In fact, many, many hills to climb. And the work ahead of us is tremendous. We're committed to it. We will continue to, to work through it, again, very structurally, very strategically. Uh, but as I think about that, 
there is something pretty special about this culture, and it's been done over the years, way before I got here, you know, with, uh, with intent and desire to dr- really uh, move the needle. The, the space that we can affect and work with our clients and our uh, organizations, again, the entire ecosystem, is bringing this idea of responsibility to the workplace. It is about empathetic listening, isn't it? Uh, If I look back over the last three years, the importance of empathetic listening, this idea of seek to understand, this idea of feel free to fail and really experiment and be agile has never been more important. And that touches across the things we talked about, you know, about technology in the workplace, about sustainability in the workplace, and again, about responsibility in the workplace. But one of the things that we continuously tell ourselves, and I tell myself, is being bold and being uh, provocative is the, the, the call of the hour, that we do need to lead with example. And by the way, data-driven, insight-driven, proven approaches is how we have to approach but we shouldn't be afraid as leaders. We're fortunate, all of us, your listeners, and definitely me, to be in a place where we influence lives and people. And if we are that fortunate, we ought to use that uh, place that's been awarded us, rewarded us, uh, to, to make some sort of change and affect people's lives. And that's the way to go about it, I think. So Sanjay, you, you've obviously, with JLL, been a leader in workplace disruption and building really the workplace of the future that is for a better world. What is the next disruption that you see? We just went through the pandemic and we're not even really out of it fully, but what is the next one that you see and how can CEOs prepare for that? Going back to our earlier conversation about portability of talent, sense of belonging, the brand affinity, they're very portable. And the meaning of brand is fleeting for people that if they just work from uh, home, if you will. So tying all these things together in what I mentioned earlier in an employee value proposition, so we do get ahead of this disruption, is extremely important. The pendulum will continue to swing between the globalization and the localization, the regionalization, and the right shoring of work. But creating that in this environment, this disrupted environment and more disruption coming from sustainability. I mean, if you just look across the globe in terms of regulatory regimes that are coming up to speed and really announcing, this is rapidly evolving, not just in the US, but Europe is leading, many countries in Asia are leading. So this is a disruption that we have to embrace. Everyone, you've heard it from Sanjay the future of the workplace. Um, I want to tell you, Sanjay, what a pleasure it is having you on the CEO show. I enjoyed it very much. Thank you, Robert.